Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. 68 teams have started and only the strong have survived. UCLA, USC, and Oregon State are leading a Pac-12 charge to a championship. University of Houston is bringing back memories of P. Slamma Jamma of the 80s. And Michigan is the only Big Ten team still standing. With the final weekend of March Madness closing on in quickly, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is ready to put you in the center of all the action. All you have to do is bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you get $100. It's just that simple. You can turn $1 into $100. That's 100 to 1 odds when you pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt. Spoiler alert, there's only four left. And you can win $100. All it takes is one little $1 bet and that team winning their next game. It's just that simple. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook, especially since we've only got one weekend of college basketball left. Now, if the big tournament isn't enough for you, that's fine. We have daily odds on the NBA, hockey, And golf with the Masters only a few weeks away and so much more. Also, you want to play the long con? Get in now for your bets on over-under Major League Baseball season win totals. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win that's code thpn to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars for a limited time only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT you're listening to the hockey podcast network New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. Talking Hershey Bears, AHL hockey, and all the hockey news that matters to this hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Richard Blosser, your hack with a microphone here this week for the last few days of March. By the time this drops, we'll be reaching the end of the month. Boy, we're a we're a quarter of a way through 2021 right now. Where does the time go? Thank you to everyone for your likes, listens, and downloads on this show. We are just humming right along on this season. The Bears, you know... 
this past week, like I said, the past couple weeks, I did some overnight work during the weekend. That's why I didn't record this when I usually do. I'm recording this on a uh, on a Monday, and I thought, okay, the Bears have three games. That's more than enough for me to uh, pop out a good 40 minute podcast, and you know, maybe some NHL news here and there. Oh, look, a referee controversy. You know, this will be fine. It'll be an easy week. Easy week. <laughs> well, the hockey gods are not cruel, but the hockey gods just find ways to just sort of pile it on, you know, when I don't want to say don't need it, but just at times when you think you're going to have an easy week, you're not because boy, oh boy, there is a lot going on in Chocolate Town this week. We've got contract extensions. We've got three Bears games. We've got TV deals and stuff and a lot of stuff to get into. So enough of my rambling. I'm going on. I'm just going on. Let's get right into it, shall we? And of course, the Hershey Bears are the proud affiliate of the Washington Capitals. Make sure everyone gives the appropriate social media follows. Let's get to it. The boys started out on Wednesday night. We went all the way to the Electrodrome on a Wednesday night. Hockey is healing if we're having a Wednesday night roadie in Allentown. And just so everyone knows that when uh, when Allentown says a 7 o'clock start, it doesn't really mean 7 o'clock. It's like a wedding saying it starts at 1. Weddings never start on time. Lehigh Valley Phantom home games never start on time. And the boys go at it up there, and it's a typical first period up there in Lehigh. And the Lehigh just put shot after shot on Phoenix Copley. Your goaltenders are Phoenix Copley and Alex Lyon. Alex Lyon's in net for the Phantoms? Oh, goody. We like him. I don't know if he likes us, but we like him. So, first period, the Phantoms just go after the Bears. Shots are 8-3 to three at the end of the period. A couple of good power play looks here and there. And even a penalty shot as a Phantoms rookie gets a shot in on Phoenix Copley. Penalty shot doesn't go home. Phoenix came out and challenged him and just said, Nope, not today. And the Bears, they stand firm after the first, even though giving up two power plays in the first period, especially with the Phantoms team that is really young, that I'm starting to get an idea of what our uh, our three teams that we play are. Like, I know what Binghamton is. Binghamton is a New Jersey Devils style of hockey. It is slow, methodical, clog up the neutral zone, cause a turnover, and go the other way. The Phantoms are a young, talented team. They are fast. They are fast, and they are skillful. However, with the Phantoms, I know they have this one flaw. Well, several, but they have a flaw that they didn't have during some of their better years about four or five years ago, but enough about that. So, honestly, the score should have been Three nothing or two nothing, the Phantoms. But Copley did his part, and maybe the ringing of the post as well kept it one nothing. So on to the second, we go, and uh, power play for the Phantoms. And the Bears seem to have done pretty good on the penalty kill against them. Lazy pass by Day just goes right by the blue line, 
And Pino just goes, yoink, and off to the races. Three on two, shorthanded the other way. Drop pass, long shot from the slot. Pad save by line, rebound, scores! Shane Gersich on the doorstep, on the rebound, and puts it home. Past Alex Line, shorthanded, one nothing Hershey. Yes! All right. Love taking it to that place up there in the Electrodrome. A shorthanded goal is a polite way to tell 8,000... Oh. Uh, 2,000? No, lower. Oh, okay. Um, 800? Let's go with 800. It's a polite way to tell 800 rambling Phantoms fans to sit down and shut up. So back at it as the boys... Um, just go back against Lehigh. You can tell shorthanded goal fires up the bench. Paula Dune from the blue line, long shot, hits a body, hits a stick, hits something, and it goes up and over Alex Lyon and into the net. Two nothing Hershey. Lyon's looking around going, hey, hey, that's a high stick. Ref went, no, no. It hit off a body and it went into the net. No, no, you just lost track of it. No, Matt Molson hit it with a high stick. It's a high stick. No, it's not. No, it's not. Blame your defense. Keep playing. Oh, I love it. 2 nothing in Hershey. Power play later on in the period. And the boys play liquid hockey. Absolutely liquid hockey. Back up to the point. Fibiari throws it down low to Gersich. Over to Snively. In the slot. Shot scores! Liquid hockey. Bingo. Bango. Bongo, mwah. chef's kisses all around, and it's 3 nothing, Hershey. And wait, what's this? Brian Pinho, after he got sent down by the Capitals, him and Philippe Mallet, and makes it 4 nothing, Hershey. Yes! Big second period for the boys there at the Electrodrome. And Alex Line is just not having a good day. 9 for 13 so far on the day. And the Bears, it's a little bit of a transition game. But this is just the Bears are better than the Phantoms. Because I think the Bears have these vets that are able to wrangle in this talent and help it achieve its full potential. The Phantoms have some really good young talent. Wild. Wisdom. Fitzgerald, they're going to be great flyers. Some sooner than later, but they're going to be great flyers. But when you look at their um, their vets, are these guys that are really going to help it bring, to, bring it all together consistently? Like when they had Colin McDonald. McDonald was out there and told the defenseman, put the puck on net and I'll tip it into the net. That's all you got to do. And he made the young talent around him better. Matt Molson is doing this for Hershey right now with, with Pinho, Pilon, Gersich, and now Connor McMichael as well. All this young talent coming in, and he's helped saying, put me on the line with him. Put me on the line with him. Oh, put me on the power play. I'll do something special with him. And he does, and he's able to. And with the Phantoms, is Cal O'Reilly a guy that's going to do that? Is Derek Pliot a guy that's going to do that? Garrett Wilson? I mean, can he really lead these youngins? I don't know. But the Phantoms, and I, I said this about them, I think it was five years ago, they were the best team in the East, 
and had a shot to get to the Calder Cup Finals and just ran into an absolute buzzsaw known as the Toronto Marlies. Most would go on to become either Toronto Maple Leafs we know today or future trade assets for the Maple Leafs. I really feel like this team missed its chance a couple years ago. But anyway, the Bears, 4-0, even Kale Kessie making friends in Lehigh, just punching them and beating them and punching them. What do you mean I didn't give you the right change? And he's a-punching them, and he's a-punching them. 4-0, Hershey. The Phantoms actually doing what the Flyers... Oh, God, three pigeons are going to hate me for this, but I'll say it anyway. They're doing what the Flyers aren't. They're losing a the game, drop the gloves, and let's get a fight going to get people back in. When was the last time you heard that about the Flyers? Uh, I'll have to prepare for all this all this uh, hate emails coming my way. Anyway, Phantoms get one back near the end, end of the period. Fitzgerald on the doorstep, right in front with two seconds to, to go to make it 4-1. Bears after two, big third, big second period. For the boys, you love to see it. So the boys just know what they got to do. They got to put this team on lockdown and just, sure, they can let up a rush here and there, but let's just put this little baby to bed in Allentown. Let's do this. And a rush comes the other way. Mallet, shot, pad save, rebound. Who's that in front? It's him. Oh, it's Matt O'Clock, everyone! <laughs> Matt Molson! It's Matt O'Clock! He's back on the board. Bit of a scoring drought for Matt Molson this year. Only three goals so far. And Matt Molson puts it home 5-1. to one. Former New York Islander. Former Minnesota Wild. Former Toronto Maple Leaf? No, he likes the Toronto Maple Leafs. Anyway, 5-1 Hershey. As we, as we continue on in the third. And Lehigh gets another goal from Zane Wisdom. Pouliot, long shot. Wisdom deflected in the slot. Power play goal for the Phantoms. And I noticed with the Phantoms this year, you know how every team has that three-letter acronym for them? You know, the Bears, it's H-E-R. Wilkes-Barre, it's W-B-S. Well, the Phantoms, it used to be L-V-P. Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Well, now it's LHV, Lehigh Valley. Just go with LVP. It looks better. I've had to correct myself on tweets several times. It's LHV, not LVP, although whatever. You're still losing. Five minutes to go. The Phantoms pull Alex Lyon, and I like the explanation that was given by the home broadcasting crew because I was having trouble... Uh, listening to the away feed, thank you, AHL TV, that the way the announcers put it was this was extended power play practice, and if you get a goal, you have five minutes and change to make up a two-goal deficit. In this modern hockey game, that's possible. So the Phantoms try and try, and well, when the Bears' penalty kill is top five in all the league, well, just doesn't matter now, is it? Pinho gets a goal, 6-2 Hershey, and as me and the boys would have done up in section 201, the cheap seats of the Electrodrome. Go warm up the bus. Pack up the stuff, we gotta go. 
6-2. Bears win it. Um, I don't I, they don't get off the losing streak, the Schneid per se, but the Bears get one in Lehigh, get one in Allentown. 6 to 4 the final. Philippe Mallet, unbelievable stuff out of him. 5-point game. After being taken off the taxi squad and sent back down to Hershey earlier in the week, Brian Pinot and Philippe Mallet were both sent to Hershey. Like I said, very busy week, and I, it was tough trying to keep up throughout the week with everything everything going on. So great for the boys to get a win up in Allentown, but no rest as well as the boys got some news this past week. Actually, we all did. As the Hershey Bears um, announced a television deal this past week that they will be teaming up with the local uh, WPMT Fox 43 affiliate here in Pennsylvania, and they will be broadcasting six select games uh, of the Bears this season. Uh, four home games in, in April and two in May. So um, starting April 3rd, actually starting this weekend. And this is big because the Bears for the longest time had a deal with ABC 27. Now that was brokered through the late Greg Mace, rest in peace, um, as he acted as like kind of an ambassador between the two. Greg and his son Kyle um, have been the longest uh, journalists for the Bears Going back years, well into the old barn days, Greg was player interviews, devoted times here locally on ABC 27 to the Bears, which is why about a year and a half ago when he unfortunately passed away, it was a gut punch to the entire Bears community. And whenever we have our Hall of Fame night, hopefully in December, he'll be the first one to go in. But anyway, I digress. Uh, now it seems the Bears have partnered with uh, Fox 43 as well. So we go to DatelineHersheyBears.com. The Hershey Bears and WPMT Fox 43 announced a television partnership deal for the remainder of the 2021 season, bringing Bears hockey to more fans across Central PA. Even though this past week, some of the COVID restrictions for indoor and outdoor events will be rescinded a bit, not completely. We're slowly pulling off the Band-Aid, boys and girls, um, as six Bears games this season. Saturday, April 3rd against Bingo. Sunday, April 11th against Wilkes-Barre. Saturday the 17th against Binghamton once again. Sunday, May 2nd against Lehigh. Saturday, May 8th again against Lehigh. And Saturday, May 15th against Binghamton. Even though... Um, capacity is limited. As we said, this will be a chance here locally for Bears fans to watch as well. And again, I'm not surprised by this because not everyone has a um, internet access or considering our Bears fan base tends to be a little old. Um, they have trouble with the internet and have trouble with AHL TV. Trust me, when the whole getting a discount with AHL TV was first put out, everyone, all I heard was, how do you get it? How do you bring this up? How do I sign up? And everything. You have to kind of lead people through this sometimes. But anyway, good on the Bears. Good on Fox 43. Great to see that the local television deal is going to continue. 
Different channel, though, but hey, same coverage, and it seems like it will be a simulcast of the radio product as well because ABC would run the Zach and Matt Trust at the time on the television, while on the radio side, they would have a separate um, announcing team as well. I think the locally here, the York Revolution baseball team helped out with it. Again, I digress. Let's move forward. It is a Friday night up in Wilkesbury as the boys went up to the arena in the shadow of a mountain to take on Wilkesbury. Now, I know I said last week on the podcast that this was a five o'clock start. <laughs> I was um, wrong. Uh, the boys, it was a seven o'clock start on a, on a Friday night. But hey, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So 7 o'clock start up there in Wilkes-Barre. Thank God Wilkes-Barre is not wearing their horrendous gold jerseys. You know, because they have to copy everything Pittsburgh's done. Don't you like the Pittsburgh Penguins? Yes. Yes, I do. That doesn't mean I have to like their farm club. And there are plenty of other Bears fans who share my sentiment. <clears throat> so we go up there to the arena in the shadow of a mountain. And it was also dropped on social media this week that uh, Protoss is in Hershey, got through his quarantine, and is practicing with the Bears, the big, beefy center who stands at 6'7 on his hockey skates, is with Hershey as well. But the boys are fine right now. There's no need to rush him. We just beat the Phantoms. We got Mallet and Pinho in the lineup. Let's keep Protoss on the practice squad. He'll be fine. Let him get used to everything. He'll be there when we need him. We'll be good. So we go at it on a Friday night as well. I'm getting ready for my first uh, 12-hour shift. God bless. And the Bears early on, and you could tell these were two teams that hadn't really played each other in a while. We've had a lot of bingo and Lehigh. It was sort of refreshing to go and take on Wilkes-Barre once again. And the shots were about 6-4 midway through the first Bears get through another um, penalty kill just fine. We seem to be really good at those this season. A bit of a lazy change as Wilkes-Barre dumps the puck in, changes their personnel, and Kale Kessie, yoink, goes the other way at the neutral zone, chips it past the lone defenseman, and there's Philippe Mallet. Partial break, comes in, in, shot, scores! Bada-bing, bada-boom, He's smoking. Philippe Mallet. That's what? Six points on the weekend? A goal and five assists. Have yourself a day, good sir. Have yourself a day. As Philippe Mallet makes it one nothing up there in the arena in the shadow of a mountain. And the less you have to hear of that goal horn, the better. Now, it was really good to see people up in Wilkes-Barre. I do have some hockey friends up there. Tux is now back in work up there. He has his own little corner where he's kind of socially distanced away from everyone and socially distanced away from winning. <clears throat> As he's got his own little, you know, banging of the drum. He's got cardboard cutouts. He's even got the office cutout of, um, um, oh, who is it? Of Steve Carell's character, look, 
I never watched The Office. <gasps> Wait, what? What? Don't look at me like that. Yeah, I haven't seen The Office. I watched one episode. Wasn't for me. It's dry, awkward humor. I'm sorry. It's just not my cup of tea. I know there are people out there who swear by The Office and love it. Good for you. That's why you bought Peacock. Some of you bought Peacock for Friends reruns. I bought Peacock for other reasons. But sorry, Office, never watched it, wasn't my thing. Sorry. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Don't judge me. Um, he's also got a uh, Brendan Tenev shocked face cardboard cutout. Okay. And uh, looks like... I don't know. He had one more cardboard cutout out there either, but he had signs for certain Hershey Bears. Garrett Pilon, because it's actually a traffic cone. Pilon, pylon. Get it? They sound the same. Anyway, good on you, Tux. Nice to see him back, back in business. And second period comes up for the Bears, who just throw shots on Alex DiOrio. Yes, I said DiOrio. And if they wear those white jerseys with the black accents, it's ice cold milk and a Dorio cookie. I'm sorry. I'll go to my room. I'm sorry. I should have done that. And the Bears just throw shots on him. Power play, getting looks. Some great passing feeds over to Maya. Circle to circle pass. Just kneeling shot. And Diorio just gets a piece of it. Pierre Oliver Joseph. What's he doing in Wilkes-Barre? Block shot. To deny a goal on a power play. Some great feeds by the Bears and just can't put it home. Diorio's keeping him in it. I love the effort by him. Just, no, not against my team. Why couldn't you have done this against Syracuse? You know, when you got absolutely destroyed by them. And you just, you kind of feel it in a game like this. The goalie is keeping the team in it. Their goalie is really letting them just hang around. And I know where this is going. I've seen this before. A couple of power plays and gets nothing. And in the third period, the 13-minute mark, the Baby Pens win a corner puck battle. Throw it out in front. There's Belvari. Shot in and scores. Are you kidding me? All that time, all those shots, all that power play opportunities, and you can't bury it. And just one mistake is where they get it. So, early in the third, 1-1, the Baby Rats tie it. Okay, okay, we can handle these guys. We've been the better team so far. We can handle this. And another power play for the Bears. Midway through the third, some real nice passing as Wilkes-Barre's given them the, per the perimeter and nothing else. And Maite just kneeling shot, throws one in. 
kick save comes back out. Myatt looks again, throws one down low, backdoor play. <gasps> it's Matt o'clock yet again. I thought he wasn't going to get another power play goal this year, but he's in there like swimwear. Gets a second goal for the Bears. It's a power play goal, and the Bears make it 2-1 in Wilkes-Barre. Like London buses, two have come at once. Two Matt o'clocks in the same weekend. And some of them with uh, Myatt out there. I guess the, um, and I can say this here and get away with it, the M&M connection is back. Eh? Mm? Eh? Because Mallet starts with M and Molson starts with M? Nah. It, it was a, uh, there was the Ontario connection because they played a lot in Ontario. Mm? Anyway, 2-1, 2-1 Bears in the second. And I like that the boys just knew they were better than Wilkes-Barre and just was able to lock this down. Two minutes to go and Wilkes pulls their goaltender. Hershey again, one of the top power penalty kills in the league. It can be six on five, five on four. Doesn't matter. Cody Clark, empty netter. That seals it. And in the words of John Walton, cousin John Walton, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkes-Barre. Bears take both on the road in Pennsylvania. First it was Allentown. Now it was Wilkes-Barre. Bears win it. 3-1 to one in the final. Mallet stays hot. Matt Molson Back-to-back goals in the game. And Phoenix Copley playing outstanding as well. Great stuff out of the boys this weekend. But there is one more game to go on a Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. And we'll get to it right after this. Hello, hello, hockey fans. My name is Nick Berlansky, host of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My co-host, Nick Horwat and I talk all things Pittsburgh Penguins, from top news to game analysis and other unconventional hockey talk. We've got you covered. New episodes every Monday. Tune in at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And let's go Pens. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, recording on a uh, cool March Monday afternoon. Again, thank you to everyone for your time and downloads here. Did I really just run a Pittsburgh Penguins podcast promo in the middle of a Hershey Bears podcast? Yes. Yes, I did. It's my own stupid podcast, so I can. Ha! But I also did that because we had a weekend series against the boys, and Sunday afternoon, we were right back at it. 1 o'clock start there at Giant Center. Hashtag 1 p.m. starts suck. But it was a limited capacity sellout. Shut up, it makes sense. That Giant Center is 1,300 safely stuffed themselves into Giant Center. Nice to see a smattering of black and gold come down I-81. On a, on a eh, nice March afternoon. You know, if this was up in Wilkes-Barre, this would be one of those. And I'm sure my uh, my partner in crime, Jesse, is listening to this and will nod his head agreeing with this. This is a prototypical 
Sunday afternoon start in Wilkesbury. That would be three o'clock start. But with all the the spring storms that were moving through, this would be a classic fog drive on I eighty one. Because the 81 drive up to Wilkes-Barre, of course, takes us through the northeast Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania, or at least the outskirts of it. And it's a two-hour drive, depending on traffic. It can be 90 to two hours, depending on traffic. And if you hit one of those November, March, early April, rainy, raw, and muggy days driving through northeast PA, it becomes a fog drive. Bonus points if you have to do it at night. Ha <laughs> ha! Do it at night. It it it. Trust me, it's fun. Those nine p.m. drives home from Wilkesbury through thick fog. You can't see a quarter of a mile in front of you driving down a mountain. I can't believe I actually missed those drives. Anyway, enough of my rambling. I digress. We move on to a one o'clock start. We're at Giant Center, darn it! And the boys were ready to go. It was Maxime Lagats versus Zach Fuseli, and we will get to him here in a little bit. And the boys come out hot, 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 hot chocolate start in Hershey as the boys just pepper Maxime Lagans, who's still adjusting his pads and getting ready to go. Hey, guys, stop throwing pucks at me. I'm not ready. And a long shot tipped in front. Scores! And the boys get on, get up early. Or get in front early. 18 seconds in. The boys put it home. And it's one nothing Hershey. It's going to be one of those days. Isn't it? As Pinho got the deflection in front. And after that. The game just turned slowly. Into one of those rivalry games with Wilkes-Barre. It almost seemed like. This is the game. That's going to rekindle the rivalry. After a year off of quarantines and testing and being safe this felt like the game that reintroduced the bears penguins rivalry because there were hard checks there were elbows up high and riat takes a a hard shot up high where the elbow may have come up a little bit high when you're finishing your checks all you old school philadelphia flyers fans you know what I mean and the game is getting chippy it's getting it's getting one of those Wilkesbury games where if I'm watching this I'm yelling up from 217 I would have been very frothy in this game and while yeah it may have been um a little slow at times it was not for lack of excitement as the Bears and Pens just, again, it just renewed the rivalry. Uh, one big hit out in the open just laid out as Pinho skating across the blue line just gets whammed. Shoulder to chest hit. Might have been clean. Might have been a little late. But just nails Pinho. And Fibiari just goes, that's it. You, me, let's go. And Fibiari never fought before in his career, we were told, didn't know what to do, but just drops the gloves, grabs him, and is just wailing and hit him, punching, beating him. Never fought before, eh? Never fought before. Couldn't tell at all. Fiviari standing up for his teammates. Good to see. I'll tell you what, the big club likes to see stuff like that. 
and just more and more, the big hits just keep coming as Riot gets an elbow up high and has the towel to the face as he might have gotten cut a little bit open. It's getting chippy. Shades of Dane Byers and Pierre-Luc LeBlanc are starting to come back into fans' minds. And I even said on the Bears fan club page, where is Jill Reckless and Steve Pinizzato when you need them? And, of course, the Bears fan base will always pipe up about their favorite fighters. Such guys as Dennis Bonvi, Claude Boyvin, Wade Bleak, uh, Corey Benica. I'm sure if I were to ever um, talk about to the fourth line guys, I'm sure they would recognize some of these names as well. But um, the boys, just right at it. Just keep getting away, and Wilkes-Barre answers a defensive zone faceoff, comes up into the zone, Schuler to Shishko on a modified two-on-one and makes it 1-1 early on in the third. Woof. The Bears dominate, but all it takes is just, as usual with Wilkes-Barre, one little mistake, and Wilkes-Barre capitalizes. Good news, though, was that uh, Pinho back out there after his hit. Good to see. Good to see the Bears on the power play. We're trying to put one home early on in the third, but Pierre Oliver Joseph, the tip of the icebergs boy, I see you, blocking a goal on a clear shot from Connor McMichael just puts the body in the way. I love seeing stuff like that. Do that in Pittsburgh, not in Wilkes-Barre. Love you. Love you, kid. Do that for Pittsburgh so that'll actually keep you up there for more than 10 games. But later on in the period... Ten minutes to go after one of the lamest penalties in all of hockey to take. Too many men. Too many men on the ice. Big power play for the Bears as they get set up. Long shot. Scramble in front. Legacy has it. Got under his arm. No, it's in! It's in! It's Mataclock! It's the freaking hat trick of the weekend! Third goal of the weekend! And Matt Molson gets it in and it's 2-1 Hosh. Hershey, the hockey gods, do not forgive nor forget as the boys get a hack-and-whack goal, as they call it, and it's 2-1. Now, now, before we keep this going, Legantz was pissed, and he has good reason. He might have had it covered, and Molson jabbed on his arm, and he may have pushed the goaltender's arm and ensuing the puck past the line. Which in the NHL, that's probably a no goal or the ref does the intent to blow type thing. (laughs) Haha, intent. But in the American Hockey League, there is no video review. So it counts. Sure, they have a tablet for when the situation calls for it, but any NHL coach would have challenged that and most likely won. I don't care who your team is, you would have won that. And I've seen this go against Hershey way too many times. So, you know what? I want to feel bad. I'd like to feel bad. But I don't. I don't. So we play on. What's the best way to get back at the refs? You score. And Wilkes-Barre couldn't do that. Two minutes and change. Out comes Legantz. And I swear I could hear him going on the ice going, This BS man, we're staying scared bench and it shouldn't have been a goal stupid refs just just bitching all the way to the bench and puck gets cleared out of the zone Shane Gersich skating after the puck two 
Two penguins trying to get to it. One dive, swipes at the puck. You missed. And Gershitz goes, yoink, into the empty netter. 3-1 Hershey. And in the words of cousin John Walton, not real cousin, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkes-Barre Scranton. That's the end of the game. Clean sweep of the weekend as the Bears win it. 3-1 to one the final. They sweep Wilkes-Barre. They take both road games and get the Sunday afternoon tilt. What a way to top off a busy week for the boys. Busy Bears indeed. 3-0. and And we're going to take a short break and be right back after this as we'll get some mop-up news and perhaps a little something for later in the week. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Semenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Kocher, who's down on the ice, holding the back of his head. Um, you know, actually, what, what really surprised me, especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation, was Grimson over Colton Orr. That actually, that voting really surprised me. I didn't think that would happen. Don't forget to catch the Fourth Line Voice Podcast wherever you find your podcast. Presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Mark Bergevin. And everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah, blah, blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. Yeah, he would uh, be at the bar and he's like, oh, I just had a penis colada. And the girls would like give a double take and be like, what? He's like, yeah, I had the penis colada, you know, I, it's not bad, you know. Enforcer based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from. That's a lot to get through. Three games, all rivalry games. Allegedly, the Bears are ahead in the uh, so-called uh, Pennsylvania Cup, although I'm not really sure if it's official or not. Um, and the boys just had a great weekend overall. Two road wins, like I said, and a win at home. And so as I'm out in the jockey wagon Sunday night, I'm thinking, okay, let me just put my six hours in here, and we'll be good. We'll be good. I'll just cruise to the finish line. Well. No. The hockey gods require sacrifice of us all. The hockey machine does not stop for anything, especially this time of year. And the Washington Capitals, our NHL affiliate, announced that they re-signed Zach Fuseli to a two-year, $1.5 million NHL deal, two-year, two-way contract. Of course, the yearly value will be $175,000, very cap-friendly in a flat-cap year's and he will get a guaranteed minimum of 180 grand during the 2022-2023 season. Fuseli, only 25 years old, has a 5-1 record this season, 1.49 goals against average, and a 9.42 save percentage with one shutout in six games with the Bears this season. His goals against average is the best in the AHL. This is from HersheyBears.com, and his save percentage ranks third in all the length. Fuseli has surrendered two or less goals in five of his six appearances with Hershey this season. Well done out of him. The Laval Quebec native has 75 career AHL games with the St. John's Ice Caps, Le Rocket de Laval, the Chicago Wolves, the Syracuse Crunch, and the Hershey Bears with a 33-33 and 7 record, lifetime 295 goals against average and a 903 save percentage and three shutouts. 
He also has an accomplished international career, winning a gold for Team Canada in the 2019 Spangler Cup, going 3-0 with an 0-3-3 goals against average. Dear Lord. Uh, let's see. He also won gold in the 2016 Spangler Cup and led Canada to a gold medal in the 2015 World Junior Championships. Always love World Junior Championships. The former uh, second second round pick, 36 overall, of the Montreal Canadiens. Good on him. He's definitely worth it. As you've heard from the stats that I just read off to you, he's earned his money, and this will put some more security in the pipeline with the Hershey Bears. Now, if I'm Phoenix Copley, I start looking around. I start looking over my shoulder because the trade deadline is April 2nd. And in June, we have a little thing called the expansion draft coming up. So, yeah, I'd be a little concerned if I'm Copley right now. Fuseli, more than capable. I have a feeling that he should be in the chocolate and white for the next year or two. Hopefully he can help up, let's say, a Hunter Shepard coming up as well. Um, we might have some goaltenders in the pipeline, but that is another show. Also announced today on uh, Monday at the time of this podcast that Philippe Mallet was not only named the Hershey Bears uh, PSECU Player of the Week, but also recognized as the American Hockey League slash CCM Player of the Week with eight points on the weekend. Good granny. One goal and seven assists in three games. Huzzah all around. He wants to get back to Washington. He needs to get back, but he realizes that he needs to put in time here in Hershey so the Capitals will put him back. This could be a great uh, diamond-in-the-rough signing for the Washington Capitals. He had a career-high five assists um, on Wednesday, making him the first Bear since 2013. Dear Lord, to have that kind of accomplishment. I'll have to look up sometime to see the last bear that actually did that, but good on him. Good on him to get that. Uh, Zach and Philippe have earned what's coming their way this past weekend. This entire team is playing really, really, really well. It just sucks we're not going to get much of a playoffs this year because I think this, this team would have real potential to bring the legendary Silver Chalice back to Hershey. But that's why I'm remaining hopeful for October. We'll try to bring a lot of people back, especially Molson. And if we can bring this core back for a full, regular, normal season, I really think the Bears could bring the Silver Chalice from Charlotte back to Hershey. It won't be easy. It never is. But coming out of a pandemic... What better way to celebrate that than putting a 12th in the rafters? And that will do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast for this week. No no warning. Lots of stuff we've gotten through this past week. Three games, news about the Bears, re-signings, and a whole bunch of stuff this past week. As always, thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for bringing me on. Please check out their NHL shows if you are a fan of any team in the league and coming soon the Seattle Kraken um, they have a team for you there in fact multiple podcasts 
for certain teams as well. Of course, I am the only one solely dedicated to the American Hockey League and the Hershey Bears on here. So again, thank you for your time. Uh, Might kick out a bonus episode later this week as um, possibly some AHL or NHL picks of the week. We'll see how it goes as well. And of course, this show is brought to you by our sponsor, DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook and DraftKings Daily Sports Fantasy. Go check them out and make sure you use promo code THPN as well to get a deposit bonus no matter where you are in the United States and or Canada. Not 100% sure about Canada. But to everyone, thank you for listening. The boys will be back at it on Wednesday to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms once again. 7.05-ish start up there in the Electrodrome. Remember, the Electrodrome, like a wedding, never starts on time. And the next home game will be this Saturday, April 3rd, 1 o'clock start at Giant Center as we take on the Binghamton Devils once again. So thank you to everyone. So for all your downloads, please continue to support this show. If you're listening via Apple or iTunes, please rate and review, leave a five-star review or four-star. It help appeases our algorithm lords and helps out everybody else as well. Leave a review. And to everyone, go Bears. Enjoy the hockey season because it will be over before you know it. We'll catch you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.